<laughs> I didn't know I was that light skinned. That is funny. Hello. Are, the, are the lights too bright? No, no, it's fine. You sure? No, I, in my head, I really, I feel like I'm a, Hello, baby. like a medium brown, like in my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm light skinned. Okay. Like, so, does that really affect you in your day to day life? Like the knowledge of you being light skinned? Hello, baby. <clears throat> no, because I, you know, I, I see myself as as a brown skinned woman. Hello, no, baby. <laughs> It's cool though. You can you can claim whatever skin. No, no, no. Hello, baby. I try to make up colors for myself. Like mm-hmm. um, I used to say, I was toffee, and people until people started Hello, realizing baby. what toffee was. Like people were rocking with. They were like, "Yeah, you are kind of toffee." And they were like, well, "Hold on, hold on, <laughs> let yeah. me." You're nowhere near toffee. Let me Google that real quick. <laughs> That's funny. All right, I want to welcome y'all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast, where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. Episode 27, Vegan Bay, I have my friend, Mrs. No, I'm sorry, not Mrs. Just Miss. Just Miss. Just Miss. Ashley Moore, a.k.a. Vegan Bay. Say what's up to the people. Hi, how are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. So, a um, little introduction for today. Just want to let all y'all know. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Appreciate y'all for listening. Um, I'm on iTunes now. Socks and Sandals is on iTunes. We, we official, you know? So... Check, check us out check us out and uh we're on itunes we're on stitcher radio and uh some more outlets coming soon so be on the lookout for that and subscribe like comment share do all that stuff um so let's let's hop into it actually um so tell me about tell me more about this um the singing that you've been developing like the skill <laughs> that you've been developing over the past couple years if anybody knows me they know damn well i cannot sing <laughs> i try so hard to sing like in my head i feel like i sound like erica badu meets shaka khan okay um, you got skills no it's no? it's it's bad mm. like yeah no, i can't i can't you know i can't <clears throat> No. You got it. You was, yeah, you was yeah. about to go there. You was about to go there. Go ahead. Make it happen. Uh, you know, I might rap. I mean, I you know, might spit something real quick. Some little, little Issa Rae style, just like real quick, little freestyle. I, I might, yeah. Yeah, we hit beat. I mean, I, you know, let's see. We can hit a beat. Actually, that'll mess up the mic. Oh, okay. We'll I got that. I got bars. I got bars. Let, let me hear some. Four bars. Let's go. I got. I need a beat. I'm like old school. I need that. Uh, you know. <laughs> Vegan Bay on the mic, yeah, I rock tight, always on some fruits and veggies, I might cook something, meal prep, yeah. 8B yeah. cleanse, yeah. I'm resetting, yeah. Yeah. Uh. socks and sandals, we here, okay, that's all I got. Hey, <laughs> you killed it, killed uh, it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get signed. At the at the end of the podcast, I need you to do that one more time, okay? <laughs> we, need, we need some more bars to close Ooh, it out, okay. so just be more. thinking of okay, that. I don't know. Okay, got for it. sure, for sure. All right, so just tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into everything. Okay. Why um, are you Why are you here tonight? I'm I'm here because I'm trying to change lives. That's why I'm here. Okay. Um. So, uh, a little bit about myself. I'm a, well, I claim Portland. I'm a Portland native. I grew up in Portland. Um. Hold on. Where are you from, though? I was born in California. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I was. I was. So you're not one of us. Hey, I'm just playing. You I'm, got I'm a claim it. Cause every time I try to say like I'm I'm part Cal, they're like, no, girl, nah. you're from Portland. No, nah, they're not giving you that. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you went to middle school here, you're from Portland. Um, yeah. So from Portland, um, grew up here, and um, this is like this is my home. Like I I love Portland, and 
uh, for me, I'm kind of just trying to get my message across of like helping women, mm-hmm. um, helping people in general. Um, people really have like our loss, like I was lost and I'm just trying to help people find themselves and be the best that they can be like spiritually, mentally, and physically. Um, so I'm here to kind of get that across and um, helping people understand how they can take claim of their lives and how you can control your destiny in your life and mm-hmm. um, by what you put in your body. So mm. that's why I'm here. I feel that, I feel that. Y'all I'm ready to change? No. <laughs> <laughs> let me help oh, Let me help you change your life. <laughs> you, got, you got five steps? Okay. To changing your life? You know, it's, it's actually funny. So I, um, when I first started, like, my transition of um, trying to be a better self, and um, I stopped drinking and um, mm-hmm. went vegan. Mm-hmm. I, like, went and put together, like, a list of things that it's kind of rules that remind you to kind of stay grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't read all of them because it's kind of long. That's cool. Um, but one of the things is about showing gratitude daily mm. in your life. Um, and so it's really important for you to put things in perspective. Um, when you show gratitude in your life, it can be, you can wake up and you can hate your job, right? And you're like, I hate this job. I hate my manager. I hate everything about it. But the thing that you can show gratitude is like, at least I have a job I can go to to pay my bills, Work. right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about coming home and my lights are off. Mm-hmm. That's showing gratitude. Or you might have something, a disagreement with, you know, your spouse or, you know, your relationship. And then you think about it and you're like, you know what, like, I'm going to show gratitude to the fact that when, I, when I'm when i down and out or I need somebody, I have somebody I can go and talk to because mm-hmm. people don't have that. That's true. Um, so that's, you know, one thing I do on a daily basis. Another thing I do is I meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people are trying to find how to practice this. Um, meditation clears your mind. Mm-hmm. So every single day after I get done at night, mm-hmm. I sit there, I meditate. I rethink about every single thing throughout that day. So, so is meditation just like sitting with your legs crossed with some incense <laughs> or know, some scissor in the background? How, do, how does that work? So, what's, the, what's, your, what's your meditation formula? Um, so my meditation is um, actually I start off with prayer. Okay. So that's how I meditate. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I pray. I give my, my gratitude um, to God, mm-hmm. like everything that he's blessed me with. Right. Um, I just remind him that... Um, that I'm that I put everything in his hands. So um, just letting him know that I'm still here and then um, want him to guide my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, after I do that, you know, I sit there and I do like some breathing exercise. So you do four counts, you know, in and out of breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, you start to kind of relax. Right. I like to I used to have really bad anxiety. So I like mm-hmm. to actually replay like my whole day. So that way I think you have missteps. So sometimes you're like, man, I forgot to send some paperwork off or I forgot to call this person or do this. I let that play through the whole entire day. Mm. Okay. So by the end of like your meditation, like you want to go to sleep, right? Right. Like you, you just exhausted. It sounds like me when I'm trying to pray before I go to sleep. I'm like, all right, God, uh, (laughs) I'm checking out. (laughs) Like I'm going to tap out. Yeah. Um, But the next day it's like, it's a new day Mm -hmm. because you done cleared out every single thing in your mind from the day before that's real right that's real. so the next day when you wake up it's like a fresh start you so don't have no unresolved nothing no problems yeah everything is is kind of taken care of okay um the biggest thing that i put on the list that i really needed to do and i i feel like a lot of people might have this in their life is not overreacting to things mm. right um so the note that i put in there was like anytime i'm upset or something goes wrong to take the day meditate about it and if it still upsets me then address it mm. and i want to say nine times out of ten i didn't care that much wow 
That's dope. You know, because you think about it, like somebody say something smart to you at work, and you're like, she, did she, who's mm-hmm. she talking to? You know, mm-hmm. um, and then you, you know, you're like, okay, <laughs> let me chill. Right. Let me chill. Um, yeah. And then you go back, you meditate on it, and then I'm like, see the person next day, and I'm like, she's silly. Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah. you know. So um, the other thing I had to check is that um, protect your energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people think about that as in somebody comes up to you trying to fight and you shouldn't fight them protect your energy is something so much more than that um it's about what you listen to so like music that might be in your head like Mm. you know you listen to music and if you're not protecting your energy that way you might end up getting some messages that aren't really how you feel Mm. and all of a sudden becomes your message that on yeah yeah um protect your energy of if you have something in your life make sure that you're going to god for the answer and not directly to your friends Mm. Because your friends will have the best, they have your best, um, best interest, best interest mm-hmm. at heart, but they're going to give you some wrong advice, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, I mean, because they first off watching love and hip hop. So they see what, <laughs> they see what Jocelyn did. Yeah. They're like, Jocelyn checked Stevie real quick. <laughs> and you know, she had that baby and then she got that money. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, uh, Nene, see, she was yeah. stripping and she was like, oh, okay. you could be, a, yeah, you, you, yeah, go ahead, go to strip club. Nene. <laughs> Nene's fine now, you know? Yeah, it all works out. You see it Amber Rose? You see Amber Rose? <laughs> right. Yeah, go ahead. Go go strip something real quick. You um, oh, yeah, so I, I think um, just going to him first. Yeah. And then um, letting him tell you what you need to do. Hmm. Um, yeah, just, just protect your space and your energy. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a good thing. That's good. I mean, that's like solid, like something that everybody can do. Yeah. It's not all mystical. It's not all whatever. Simple. It's simple. And then... I'm good. <clears throat> And then one thing is being, my favorite one is being intentional with your time mm-hmm. and um, what you surround yourself with. Yeah. So a lot of times, like, we all know, like, we all have that one friend. I mean, we're kind of grown now, so that friend might not be around anymore. But mm-hmm. we all have that one friend that every time y'all hang out, something happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, she trying to get into it with somebody or yep. she upset. Like, y'all in the club, she crying. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, so... You, you got to be intentional so it's like that person calls you and you love that person right you're like yo mm-hmm. like I haven't seen her in forever right mm-hmm. be intentional and then the second thought you think like yo I do not want to be at the club with her crying all night right. why would you even put yourself in that situation yeah right I feel that. or if you're dating somebody and you know he ain't I don't want to be cussing on your podcast but you know he ain't right look look you have the freedom to say whatever <laughs> you want <laughs> you know he ain't right yeah you know and you be complaining to your friends about like oh my god he's the worst he did this and mm-hmm. he's sleeping with Nunu and whoever else he got mm. going on and then he calls you and it's like hey you gonna come over you gonna come through and you're like you know I miss you like be <laughs> intentional you know he wasting your time mm-hmm. like so it's just about you know being intentional with your space yeah 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 yep. setting goals setting goals and planning out your day Exactly. Like I said, when you're trying to get your podcast off the ground, because <laughs> y'all know she's going to start a podcast pretty soon. It's about to be popping, too. It's, so, it's, yeah, it's yeah, out here. Yeah. So when you get that, when you're trying to get that off the ground, like you have to plan out, all right, I'm going to dedicate this much time yeah. to preparing, to studying. I'm going to do it on this day or whatever. So you just got to have it laid out so that when somebody tries to come out, hey, let's go here, let's go. No, I got, you know what I mean? I got, yeah, I got plans. Yeah, let's go. So. <laughs> So before we get into everything else about you and hear about your life and your story, which is amazing, we're going to play a little game, ladies and gentlemen. It's called Noah's Ark. Okay. But today, it's Ashley's Ark. Hey. All right. So the game is basically kind of like Noah's Ark. Only two can make it on the boat. 
<laughs> and one has to go in this situation one has to go so i'm gonna come up with a few different categories okay. and you let me know which one has to go okay all right spades dominoes uno y'all gonna hate me for this um dominoes <laughs> dominoes is gone everybody that i've talked to has said spades why dominoes no bones? <clears throat> I'm not trying to have nobody mess up my table. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you want slamming it down on your table and just... Okay, I respect that. Okay. I respect that. Um, Monopoly, Phase 10, Connect 4. Phase 10. I've, only, you, I've never played it. You never played it? Okay. <laughs> that, was, that was too nuanced. Okay. Right. Um, Kickball, Tetherball, Foursquare. No. Oh. Mm, one has to go. One of them is not making it on the boat. It's going to get washed away in the flood. Four square. Wow. Tetherball is your game, huh? It is. I was killing people on the playground. I never played it. It was more of a girl sport. It was, but because it was cheating when dudes came and play. Because we was too strong. <laughs> we was too tall. <laughs> Y'all kicked us out. Yeah, we did. Oh, shoot. Let's go to some um, some musicians. Ooh. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. The Weeknd, Party Next Door, Bryson Tiller. The weekend. That was it. Was that easy? That easy. Really? Over party. So this is the thing. I was a really big fan of the weekend. Like I really liked him, but his okay. his last album, like I just I, I just wasn't into it. Mm. And I feel like you know sometimes stars they start taking that rap that route of being really poppy. Yeah. And he's starting to do that. Yeah. I'm he's like very it. pop. Like he's very he's, pop. He's not even ashamed of it. Like he's going all the way. All the way. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I feel it. Trash. No. I feel <laughs> no. I, I feel like I can't even listen to him anymore. It's like, if I, it feels like I, I'm hearing the same thing from him all the time. You know, it's bad because he's black. And when he says nigga, like I had to like rewind it. Like, <laughs> like, like I felt uncomfortable. Like, cause with the song, I was like, who, who is this? Like, nigga. <laughs> he was like, like yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah. It made me feel uncomfortable when he said nigga. And I was like, that's when it's a rap. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. That's bad. So, should I go here? Jill Scott, Brandy, Missy Elliott. Brandy. Really? Only because as a person, she's so reckless. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What about, so what's... Jilly from Philly? I can't get rid of Jilly you from Philly. You can't get rid of... Oh, I, I feel that. But Brandy... She, you know... I, I know so many people that hail her as, like, the greatest vocalist of our generation, like over Beyonce. I know a lot of people that are in yeah. love with Brandy. So it's, I feel like Brandy has a good voice. Mm -hmm. um, I I feel like it, her, her music is still in a box though. She has cuts, like she has things that I can still listen to this day. Mm -hmm. But when you go for like body of work, mm -hmm. there was a couple albums that were really just like mm -hmm. not hitting. I feel you. Um, she fell off for a second. And I feel like she got she got a lot going on. She be arguing with people on social media. Really? Yeah, she. Be, I don't be paying attention to her honestly. Yeah. Like that? That's all she got going on there. Is it just on social media arguing with people? Yeah, she be arguing with people on social media, like fans. Really? Like she was mad about the Monica challenge. You didn't see all that? No. Yeah, she. No. She got to go. Dang. Okay. She's getting washed away in the flood. Yeah. Sure. <clears throat> Drake, Cole, Kendrick. Drake. I told you I'm not I'm not light skinned. Wow. <laughs> wow. I thought that was the easiest like Cole is out. Really? No, Cole I, over Drake? First of all, Cole has J. Cole has my heart. Okay. 
He really has my heart. Um, okay. I, I don't know what you... You know I'm woke. What you talking about? I know you woke, but, like, Drake is the mega of all mega stars. Like, so, it gets no bigger than Drake. So, the thing about Drake is Drake has that music that you can really... You can dance to. Yeah. So, you can be out, like, okay, I'm dancing. All right. But it's like... When you get to that point where you're not in the club no more, you're not going to be in your 50s, like, play that um, energy. Like, you're not, you're not like, it, like that's not going to be okay. Be that. For Your Eyes Only. Okay. That album. Yes. You thought that was good? I did. Really? It, it was, well, this is the thing. That's, the, like, that album that you can ride to. I feel like if I ride to it, mm-hmm. I'm going to fall asleep. <laughs> Like it's like a cru- like cruise on a Sunday. On a Sunday, okay. I can't be on the freeway. No, it's like a cruise on a Sunday. If I'm in the freeway in traffic, I can't play that album, yeah. and I'm always in traffic because I'm commuting to work forty five minutes. Why don't you use it to meditate? <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to sleep. I'm definitely going to sleep with that. Okay. Uh, banana pudding, peach cobbler, pecan pie. All of them because I'm vegan. No, I'm <laughs> playing. Um. Pecan pie. Pecan pie is gone? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pecan pie is gone. Peach cobbler, I grew up with. Uh, my grandmother made the best banana pudding and peach cobbler ever in life. Mm. Like, I might, like, stick my finger in it. And she, like, made, like, she, what she Can you make it? Can you make it like her? I can't make it vegan like that. No. I tried. I mean. Because it has whipped cream in it? Yeah, it has, like, a, it has some dairy in it. Dairy, yeah. um, we haven't progressed that level is there a dairy substitute? I had, I had a, there was a crepe food cart mm-hmm. by my job. Yeah. And it was like gluten-free. Does that mean anything? Gluten, a lot of gluten-free actually ends up being vegan. Okay. That's a hack. So, so you could make, but it wouldn't taste the same though. I make really good vegan sweet potato pies though. Really? Yeah. They it don't taste like cardboard? No. Okay. Hidden. Like really? nobody, you wouldn't know. Mm. They hidden. So you don't want to tell nobody? Yeah. I'm selling... Selling sweet potato pies. Let's go. You could be the next vegan. patty pie. I'm telling you. Let's go. Vegan based pie. I was about to start singing. I forgot that this is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scandal, insecure, power. Scandal. That was pretty easy. Yeah. Okay. Angela Rye, Angela Davis, Angela Bassett. Angela Rye, she got sick. Oh, oh my God. Why was that so easy? <laughs> Are you serious? You she throwing Angela that. Rye out? Yeah, I, you, hold on, those you, legends. You, hold on, you you woke. I look. Those she are, is the the new wait, queen. New, you said new. I know, but look, she's the future though. Have you ever seen what's love got to do with it? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I grew, I, you know what's so funny? I grew up like my favorite actress growing up was Angela Bassett. Really. Favorite actress. Yeah. First of all, my mom had me watching movies that I probably shouldn't have been watching. Mm-hmm. What's Love Got to Do It? You got um, Wait to Exhale. Right. Like she was, uh, what was it? Stella Got a Groove Back. Right. Watching yeah. all the movies. Mm-hmm. Like she. I feel you. She's, cl- I mean, you can't go wrong. I just thought. I know. Wow, I, I told you I was surprised you. I know she. Wow. You that hit, really, that really surprised me away. Yeah, for real. It's because you, like you, you hit it. She knew. She's new. She's she too new. Yeah, she hasn't proved herself yet. Well, then I should already know the answer to this next one. Ooh, okay. Oprah, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey, Charlemagne the God. Steve Harvey. He not new. I know he ain't new. <laughs> he be acting act, act act brand, brand, brand new. new. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Kim K, Jocelyn Hernandez, Black China. Kim K gotta go. Over Jocelyn? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
the thing about Jocelyn knows who she is, right? Mm, she okay. accepts who she is. She unapologetic about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's gotten to the point now where I feel like she might even apologize when she does something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Kim, Kim K. <laughs> she I just, might apologize. <laughs> she might. You know, that's growth. Like when you think somebody uh, might apologize, yeah. you, is that an apology? That's real. Um, Kim K. I, I just can't. I can't rock with her. I just feel like. Um, she just exploits black culture too much mm. um and she's not she's not going to be the person to stand up for it yeah. you know for us like she's not going to put on anything about black lives matter or anything like that but she profits heavily mm. off of our culture can't it's, rock with it she gotta go i feel you it's uh it's good that she, she stole kanye from us <sighs> kanye gave himself away i don't know i feel he's like he's been he's been looking for an outlet to just yeah. go crazy he did she didn't have to give it to him. I'm just saying. <laughs> Socks, draws, shower cap. Mm-hmm. One has to go. Draws. <laughs> was it that easy? It was. They are kind of unnecessary. They are, yeah. Dr. Dre, okay. Dr. Pepper, Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> are we still saying Dr. Umar Johnson? We yes, we are. Yes, we are. According to what he claims, yes, we are. Dr. Pepper. Okay, we, we keep in Dr. Umar. I don't drink soda. Okay, okay. Last question. Black lives matter. Mm-hmm. Blue lives matter. All lives matter. All lives matter. They gone. They gone. Because so there's a lot of black cops, so all okay. lives matter. Go. I good answer, good answer. All right. You did good. That did good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Surprise you surprised you? me a couple of times, Angela. Right. That's really getting me. Wow. It's just be, it's just because she's new. Yeah. And I told you about how I felt about her podcast. Right. You did. Um, you did. She's she's on. I'm not gonna say she's on eggshells. I just need her to be. I'm not gonna say it's black or white, but she uh, she's starting to be a little bit too neutral. Yeah. And I can't really figure out if it's for um, the advertisements or if it's how she really feels. Yeah, I feel that. So until she she proves me. Proves to me that it's it's real. She gotta go. She got work to do. She got work to do. I feel it. Yeah, Clean she, that up. I feel you. I'm 100 with you on that because uh, yeah, I listen to her podcast. I'm just like, man, where's that fire at? Right. It's just it's real cookie cutter. Like somebody wrote it, she wrote it, and she's just reading it, and there's no passion behind it. But you know, like maybe. she wrote it, they took it. They're like, and you can't say this, you can't say that. Now, right. now go now, back. now you do it. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's get. Into your journey, Ooh. who is Vegan Bay? Um, Vegan Bay is Vegan Bay is everybody's kind of can be Vegan Bay. So mm. Vegan Bay is um, basically that person that you really want to be inside. Mm. Um, my journey took um, a point where I, I had to realize, and I just wasn't happy. Like I don't know what it is, but I think this happens a lot with people where you just feel like you might be stuck in your life. So you're looking at it and you're like, okay, I have a good job. Like you might have a man, like I have a man, like everything should be good. But for some reason, like I'm not happy, Mm. right? You're looking at some of the decisions that you're making in your life. And that was me. I was looking at decisions. I'm like, like it's just something was missing, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And um, I found myself like just one day just being really upset, like just being like, I don't know what I'm doing or where I'm going. And um, so I prayed about it. And it's like, I, I prayed every night, but you know, that was really a, intentional prayer so I, mm. I was praying to God I was like look I don't I've been doing a lot of things wrong in my life and um at that time I think I I was I had some depression too so I'm like I'm doing a lot of things wrong in my life and I just like 
I'm doing it and I'm trying to make plans and these plans aren't working and I'm mm. and it just a, a light bulb went off and I said it's because I'm trying to control my life so I like talked to God I said look if I put this I want to put my life in your hands and I want you to guide my journey and I'm gonna I'm gonna trust you because you you've been there for me mm-hmm. when I when you have friends or family they might not be there but you're always there for me mm-hmm. and no matter what I do you've always still been there for me every decision I made whether it's bad or good you've been there um so it was almost like I heard him say yes. Like he was like, okay. Like he was kind of like, you ready? Like, you know, and it was like this weird feeling where I was like, for the first time I was like, did he just talk to me? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> where it was like, you know, you, you like, especially when you're younger and you're like praying and you're like, is he supposed to say hi? <laughs> like, you know, like you, yeah. you know, and it was like for that first time when I was like, I, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And it was like me, as soon as I said that, he was like, kind of like, I've been waiting. Like, you uh, know what I mean? Like I literally felt him like literally say, okay, mm-hmm. you ready? And I literally woke up the next day and was like, I'm not going to drink. Mm. And and it was just cold turkey. Cold turkey. It was like. How long ago How long ago was that? Um, I haven't had a drink in almost like a little bit over a year and a half. A year and a half. A year and a half. So, Give her a round of applause, folks. A year hey. and a half. Man. Um, but it was like instantly was like I woke up and I had like the the answers or, you know, it was it was real strange. Like I woke up, I was like. So God just, you, you said I'm ready. Ready. You woke up. Mm-hmm. And you could feel a change. Yeah, like I woke up and um, I I think it was some it was some kind of event where you, you would drink at this event, mm-hmm. and it was it wasn't something I thought of. I was like, oh, I'm gonna not drink. Like I went to this event, and I used to drink Jack, so it wasn't like I was mm-hmm. like a light drinking, like sipping martinis. Like yeah. I I like my Jack, I like my Hennessy. You, you was going there. I was going, you yeah, know. I feel you. Um, <laughs> I was going. <laughs> well, <laughs> slang there. Um, no, but I I was. It was something about like when I smelled it, it was almost like mm. it was like a different type of feeling. I'm like, no, like I'm good, I'm good. Um, and then I was like, decided um, I was initially gonna go vegetarian. So I was like, well, I'm gonna try this vegetarian and see how this you know works and if I like it. And I started noticing within like I want to say the first like week for mm. me um, not drinking and not like eating eating meat. <clears throat> So, like, by the end of the week, I noticed that I hadn't eaten dairy. But, like, at this day, for some reason, I decided to have, like, a cheese plate, right? So, mm-hmm. what I mean, I was hurting. Like, I just remember, like, not even, like, my body hurting, but, mm-hmm. like, I just felt really foggy. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel as clear as I was feeling. Um, mm-hmm. And I started doing more research, and that's when I um, ended up looking up Dr. Sebi. Mm-hmm. So, um, are you familiar with Dr. Sebi at all? I've heard the name. I've seen pictures. Mm-hmm. I've never known how valid he was as a doctor or whatever. I don't know if that was Dr. Umar type oh. doctor. You know what I mean? But yeah. like I've heard great things about him, but I really don't know about what he's about, honestly. So he's um, he was more like a herbalist, and mm-hmm. so he's the doctor that cures all. Mm-hmm. Um, so his whole thing is um, he was originally from Honduras, and mm-hmm. um, he ended up getting uh, medicine from in, from Mexico, and then he came to the U.S. and started teaching that same practice. Mm-hmm. And so basically, it just talks about alkaline. Um, I've heard of that. Okay, so it's, um, and this is actually a, a known fact. So um, diseases are um, born and bred because our bodies are too acidic and it causes inflammation and it causes um, bacteria to grow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a lot of foods that we eat, even foods that aren't meat, like vegetables, mm-hmm. are too acidic for our bodies to digest. Mm. Um, so a lot of times people get a lot of mucus buildup. Mm. Um, sounds gross. Sounds gross. Yeah. Um, but uh, it harvests bacteria. So I'm like looking into stuff and I'm like, well, cheese was number one. So I was trying to figure out why I felt really sick. And I was like. 
Cheese is number one. Cheese. You is mean one. on the list or just of, for you? Just on the list to for mucus. Um, really? Yeah. Um, mac like, and cheese, my favorite food. It was mine too. I like mac and cheese. There's no substitute. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like I, I haven't found anything that tastes anything close to what my. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, yeah, but you know it causes that mucus and um, that buildup. Um, so I'm looking. I'm like, yo. I started doing my research. So I'm gonna tell you some things, and this is gonna blow your mind. Okay. <laughs> I'm not ready, but go Are ahead. Are you ready? Go ahead. I'm asking, what's one of your favorite vegetables that you eat? Favorite? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or the most common vegetable that you eat? Most common, it would be <clears throat> spinach, because mm-hmm. you can put spinach on everything, yeah, you can. or your salad is spinach. Um, if I'm trying to go like carb-free, mm-hmm. uh, or not carb-free, but if I'm just trying to eat a little bit healthier, mm-hmm. Um, having a lot of steamed jasmine rice mm-hmm. with broccoli and chicken. Okay. I'm sorry, that's some chicken's not a vegetable. No, you're fine. So, no, you're fine. I, I was rocking with you. Okay. Um, vegetable number three, probably some carrots or something like that. It's probably pretty easy. Yeah. You can dip it in ranch. You can dip it in uh, caramel applesauce Yeah. or whatever. Some peanut butter. Peanut butter, all that. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take away one of your vegetables real quick. Just um, enlighten you on something. Don't so, touch my carrots. <clears throat> broccoli. 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 Um, so broccoli is probably the most eaten vegetable that everyone eats, right? It's the most accessible. You're taking it away because it's, you don't like it. Is, it, is this Noah's Ark right now, or are oh we... no, this is this is it's um, it's too acidic for our body to digest. And so he talks about it, and it's and this is actually it's true. Like when you look it up, so broccoli actually isn't um, isn't a natural uh, vegetable. It's man-made. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, what about the organic broccoli that I get from Whole Foods? Now you just touched on another point. <laughs> oh, man. Think about this. So you go in and you're like, I need to get organic because I don't want to, you know, have GMO foods and blah, yeah. blah. It's that a man-made means nothing. Bit. It means nothing. Okay. <sighs> so that starts breaking down the industry a little bit more. So broccoli is too acidic for our bodies to digest so it actually okay. causes inflammation right mm-hmm. um if you go and you talk to people that um are taking certain medicines that for like diabetes or people that have certain cancers they mm-hmm. actually tell them not to eat broccoli wow. because it causes inflammation so if you're telling somebody that's sick not to eat this vegetable but then you're letting everyone eat it on a regular basis how does that make sense so they're only telling them because their life is in danger mm-hmm. that's messed up um and so the new substitute right now that's being pushed is cauliflower um, and this is the biggest mind-blowing thing. Um, what's one thing that you learn about vegetables as a kid? Just about like plants and vegetables in general. They're good for you. And the, like you, so I remember like being in first grade, mm-hmm. and this is a mind-blowing thing. And they talked about chlorophyll, right? And so okay. that the energy and stuff like that from the plants and the right. nutrition. Right. So the the deeper the color of a vegetable, the more nutrients it has, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even when you look at grapes, like that's why a lot of people don't really like purple grapes as much, but it has more nu- nutrients than um, a lighter grape. Right. Cauliflower is white. Right. So it has no nutritional value. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't surprise me. It's kind of <laughs> like a, it's kind of like a, like iceberg lettuce or something. Like yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just water. It's just water. Yeah. yeah um, but cauliflower in general because um it actually is a, sitting at a negative so when you eat cauliflower it actually takes nutrients from your body it's like a sponge so <laughs> the stuff that you've already eaten is taken from you and it's funny because when you look at wow. healthy food hacks mm-hmm. they always telling you to fly, fry cauliflower and do all that like yeah. when you think about it yeah. um yeah but they're telling us to eat this and it's like so it's literally bad for you it's cauliflower bad. is bad for you bad yeah okay 
Yeah, it's bad for you. Um, Take notes, y'all. Cauliflower. Stop terrible. eating broccoli and cauliflower. Wow. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. No mm. more. Wow. Um, yeah. So when I started really understanding a little bit more, I'm like, not only is meat supposed to be bad for you, dairy's bad for you. Mm-hmm. You telling me some of these vegetables I'm eating? I know, isn't? bro. Broccoli <laughs> and cauliflower is bad. Like. It, yeah. What I mean, like, I my mind was kind of blown when I got to that point. That's crazy. So I started doing more research, and you start figuring out that. Um, the government only has to tell us what's in 80% of our food. So when you go and you read a label mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, like this looks pretty like pretty legit, looks healthy. Mm-hmm. That's only 80% of what they're putting, putting in our food. Um, a lot of things that they're putting in like dyes, there's glues, there's like metals that are in processed foods. Mm. Um, and they don't have to tell us. So it got to the point where I'm like, I want to make sure that everything I'm putting in my body, if I had a garden at home, I can... I can make this myself. Yeah. I can grow this. Okay. That's real. So me being vegan. Um, I'm scared to eat anything. Now. Right. Then <laughs> like, worse than uh, what the health, right? I haven't even watched that. <laughs> I only. I don't want to watch that because I don't want it to ruin. I probably need to watch it though. Do I need to watch it? Um, you do. It's to me. I don't feel like it's the scariest documentary out okay. there that's trying to tell people to be vegan. Um, mm-hmm. I think it comes from a different standpoint because it's definitely talking about um, the aspect of companies. And what they're mm-hmm. benefiting from it so people can have a little bit more idea of everything that they say is healthy isn't healthy just like just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're a healthy vegan mm. my air quotes mm. because you could be eating hella broccoli and cauliflower or just processed, processed foods. foods okay yeah. okay so um if you're going vegan i'll tell you this like oreos are vegan what captain crunch is vegan what you going no no milk though no i mean there's almond milk there's cashew milk okay okay i feel you okay. um so i mean how is oreo vegan don't they got, got pork in it no the, don't they got like no gelatin no what's the what's the white stuff made of um it's made out of palm oil really yeah it's palm oil in it so sugar is not anti-vegan so it depends on what kind of vegan you get. So the issue with sugar, sugar doesn't have like actual meat in it, but the way that they filter sugar, they use um, animal bones to filter out the sugar. Mm. Okay. Um, so that's the reason why a lot of vegans don't eat sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a vegan that eats honey because when I started off being vegan, it was more so for um, my, my health benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started learning more about the animals Yeah. as I went. Mm. I feel you. So you still rock with that with the honey and yeah i rock with i rock with honey yeah um it's a natural source right um so that's why i rock with it but just kind of being about whole foods and then not um eating processed foods and so Mm -hmm. i think the biggest thing that i hear all the time is people they want to be vegan they go to the store and they start buying like beyond meat they're buying the soy stuff that's pre-packaged and advertised as such yeah yeah so you might as well eat meat Cause you don't know what's in that either. Like you don't like, you know. Have you seen the? They're supposed to be like plant-based meat-looking like hamburgers. Oh, uh, doctor. Plant-based burgers yeah, or something yeah. like that. Are those legit? So I um I try to stay up on game and I just go and look at ingredients and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't eat soy. Mm. So I mean, you can eat soy if you if you want as a vegan. It's um a substitute for for me mm-hmm. um but a lot of those have soy in it um mm-hmm. so i try to stay away from it um i have a friend that does the doctor i think it's fagans or something like that the mm-hmm. burgers and i think they have kale 
Um, I don't mess with them because they have broccoli in them. <laughs> so I Man, can't eat anything. you are anything. eliminating so much. So I can't eat anything, but um, those are supposed to be good. Beyond, beyond meat, um, their substitutions are soy-free and they're vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if you had to do an alternative, I would say that that would be a good one to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but the issue is that, especially in our community, we were never really taught how to eat properly. Nah, we just made do with what we had. Right. Yeah. Um, and so the issue I'm finding is that even though a lot of people are trying to transition into being vegan, they don't know how. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. what we have to do is it also stems from like classism, right? Yeah. Because if you think back into slavery, it's like we just got the scraps and it was like, okay, we'll make something this. So we put everything into it mm-hmm. to make the season and the flavors, right? Right. So when we talk about like our foods and what we eat, we eat a lot of heavier like fried foods Mm -hmm. a lot of like meats we don't really like if i people are just now starting to eat quinoa this is true right and people don't even say it right i know what you're talking about yeah but uh they be like oh that quinoa yeah (laughs) (laughs) that that quin the quinoa queen queen new you like that quinoa you like quinoa right give me that can i get that quinoa yeah let's get that um so you know not understanding what you're putting in your body and how you can make those things taste good. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't realize that it's not the meat that makes food good. It's the seasonings. One thing we know how to do is season food, right? That's real. Right. Yep. So what's the difference between you seasoning mushrooms and some garbanzo beans and you season some meat? Mm-hmm. You don't have to put as much seasoning on the garbanzo beans or the meat right? or all the mushrooms than you would the meat. A light bulb just went off on my head. Right. I can do it. Right. Maybe. You got this. What's every your- Every time... <laughs> Every time I think about vegan uh-huh. or vegetarian, mm-hmm. I think about Fourth of July, okay, Memorial Day, okay, Thanksgiving, okay. What is I'm gonna do? Um. So, what did I make? I make the best greens. Okay. I make the best collard greens. You like hands down best collard greens. They're vegan. Okay, but what you think about the turkey? I'm thinking about the ribs. The ribs. The burgers. <clears throat> so the there, ribs mainly. There's hacks. So um, I I personally have made my own um, Satan ribs before. Who? Not Satan. <laughs> uh, you, uh, hold I'll, on. Tell you, I'll tell you a funny story about this. <laughs> um, okay. I ain't eat none of the devil's ribs. Wait, my, my sister. Hold on now. <laughs> wait, wait. I'll tell you a funny story. So I'm <clears throat> in Seattle, and this is when I like when I kind of first started being vegan. So this is before mm-hmm. I knew about like how bad soy was and all that stuff was, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It was probably like nine o'clock and I have a, um, a friend that's vegan. So they're like, are you hungry? I'm like, I'm starving. They're like, well, the only thing open is this place. So we go, it's like heavy metal. Like it's super dark in there. Everybody got like five piercings. I'm like, I don't know if they like black people. It's like one of those places where I'm like, yo, like, should we be in here? And they had the. Right. So we, I go up and I'm like asking them and they have like weird names for things. And I'm like, um, you know, what do you think I should get? What's your favorite mm-hmm. thing here? And I was like, I'm new to being vegan. Like, what should I get? And he looks at me and goes, you like Satan? And I was like, <laughs> I thought God was trying to test me. I they was, was like, about to kill you right there. Like, right. His face was just super, like, he was, you like Satan. Right. I was like, um, no, I'm a, I am a child of God. <laughs> And I and he just I, like Jesus. I, uh, I love Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, what would Jesus do? Right. And, and he just looks at me. He just starts. Oh my gosh! The guy starts cracking up. He was like, Oh, he's like, 
I love God too. He was like, I mean, the meat. And I was like, oh. And so he's like telling me, I was like, I am so sorry that I judged you and thought you were worshiping the devil. Uh, yeah. Well, he did say Satan, so that he would did. be the one way he, to believe. Yeah, like the way he said it, I was like, oh, you just going to put it out there like that? You, yeah. I thought usually they wrap it in a bow and give you Satan, usually. Like, yeah, he was not no, he pulling was no punches. Serving it on a platter. <laughs> Um, yeah, but you know, um, my Satan, 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 how's it, how you spell it? Uh, S E I T A N. Okay. Yeah. Switch it you up. You're going to have to change the, uh, pronunciation of I, that. Right. What, Satan, the Satan ribs. Yeah. That sound worse. See, what is that? Is it going to sound better, sound worse than Satan? Oh yes. Uh, okay. Satan. <laughs> C, C 10. Maybe Sata. Or just call it the vegan ribs. How about the vegan, that? Yeah, the vegan ribs. There we go. Um, I you know made those. Um, they're mm-hmm. delicious. Um, I make pulled pork sliders out of jackfruit, so it's not a soy or a gluten substitute. Jack, jackfruit. Jackfruit is an Asian fig. Mm. Um, so it's super cheap to get. Um, you can get. Um, it's a green jackfruit. You can get them from the Asian market. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they. I don't even know where. Asian market. Oh, there's like, you should. Eighty second. There we go. 82nd. Okay. <laughs> as soon as I said 82nd. I know the little plaza. I can see them on mine. <laughs> yeah. So I got to go there to get the jackfruit. Yeah, okay. That's what's up. You can make sliders. They taste like, I'm not saying this. I grew it really up in tastes a, like pork. Like there's, you probably can't even, when you look at it, it looks like, like really? pork. Okay. It's about the sauce, right? Yeah. Right? Season it. I feel Season you. it, right? Yeah. Season it. Mm. Put it on a, a big bun. Mm-hmm. Fire. We good. Yeah. Oh. So you can eat bread. Yeah. There's a lot of vegan breads now. Oh, if it's gluten-free. Most gluten-free breads are vegan, but I'm not saying all of them. So vegan just means... Vegan means no dairy. No dairy. No eggs. Okay. And and no meat. And no meat. Dairy, eggs, meat. Okay. Yeah. You got this. I got it. You got it. Now, um, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about being vegan, but uh, I'm learning... And so now I can start. I got to have a menu created. Yes. I got to have meals prepped out. Yeah. Is that something that you do, actually? That, that is something that oh, I Oh, okay. Oh, that is something that I What a, what a do. great segue. Right? That was so good. I was like, you you know what? It's just a gym. I just, um, yeah, so I, I do vegan meal prep. And originally I was doing the vegan meal prep to um, help people transition. Um, I love cooking. So um, for me, things that you might get are um, collard green wraps, right? Mm. Um, the collard green wraps are have black eyed peas. Um, they have sweet potatoes. It's just dried greens. No, so yeah, so um, that's, that's rolled. So I, mm. I blanch. I blanch the like you obviously clean, cook the collard uh, collard greens, and the mm-hmm. leaves are pretty big, so you blanch them. Um, but then you blanch means it's like hot water, so you okay. So that way it um, stretches the leaf out and it kind of cooks it, so it's okay. not. Um, it's not as hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier to, to chew through. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit softer. Um, then I cook black eyed peas like like how your how your mama cook black eyed yeah, peas, yeah. Um, and you stuff them with black eyed peas, mm-hmm. um, sweet potatoes. Okay. And um, I do like a creamy mushroom in it mm. for some texture. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. it's like um, it's like a new version of of like that family Sunday dinner because when you think about like. That Sunday dinner you're looking forward to, you like mm-hmm. black eye please, you got your collard greens, some mm-hmm. sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. So it's just all in one. All in one. Like these wraps. So you can eat them for lunch. Um, but I'm still looking for that that chicken breast. No. Every, not- no, it literally, they're so filling. And a lot of people that do my vegan meal preps aren't even vegan. Mm-hmm. 
they, they just like the food. Little, yeah, it's just good. It's good food. I just gotta try it. Jack I'm gonna need, need a couple meals. Okay. I'm okay. gonna put it, I'll put it in my order. You put in your order? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need a couple meals because uh, I'm trying to lose some weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. But is this is that what it's all about? Is it no. just is it just about losing weight? Is that why you become vegan? No. So um, the thing that's just a an obvious benefit, mm-hmm. right? Um, as long as you're eating whole foods, you're gonna lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about the mental clarity. It's about mm. the discipline. Um. I don't know about how people really feel about this, but when you're really disciplined in your life, you start taking that and putting it in other areas. So Mm -hmm. if you're filling your body with nothing but the best nutrients, right? Mm -hmm. Your mind starts being less foggy, right? You start having less anxiety. Um, You're full throughout the day. So I don't get hangry. You know how people get Mm. that hangriness. Um, But it's about that journey and that walk with the self because that's about investing in yourself. The best thing you can do from investing is investing in your food that you put in your body. Mm. If you can't do that, then how are you going to invest in your life in other ways? Yeah. Right? You yeah. don't have enough control to say, okay, this is the best thing I can do for myself. And this is the healthiest I can be. That's saying that you don't feel like you can bet on yourself. Because mm. when people say that they can't do it, I'm like, well, why? Mm. And right? what they say? They're usually like, why? The first thing is, it's too hard. Mm. Anything that you want in life is going to be hard. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you when you want to go get an apple? Do you go to the bottom, what's already on the on the ground, and pick it up, or do you want the apple that's at the top that hasn't been touched? Is that a real question? Yeah. If you see, are you a, talking about a tree? A tree. Are you talking about a, a bucket. A tree. You gonna get the lowest hanging fruit? If so, but for beside the one that's on the ground, right? You're not gonna pick up the one oh, on, on the, the ground? ground. Yeah. No, I don't want that. Right. I want, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't sure where the where the apple's like, Wait, is it on? You talking about the top of the tree? I'm not climbing no, no, to no, the top. That just meant on okay. the tree. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you. No, I'm, I'm getting one. Yeah, I actually had an apple tree in my backyard growing yeah. up. And uh, no, there ain't no apples off the ground. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. But that's what people want for their life. They want the apple on the ground. Mm, that's deep. That's deep. So why do you why do you think it's so common? But do you, all right, so is it, do you really think it's, it's, it's that deep as far as your eating habits are a reflection of what? Yeah. Of your, of what you want to, to gain in life, maybe, or just a, a reflection of. I think it's a reflection of. In some instances, self. So you gotta walk walk with me with this. Mm. Um, <clears throat> a lot when you when you know that you have a lot going on, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like, man, I have a long day. You're gonna feel yourself the proper way to, go throughout that day, right? True. Okay. So you're going to plan ahead, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So if you know that you're working 12 hours or whatever the case may be, you're going to plan ahead of making sure that you have your food and everything you can eat. You're just not going to go into the day. With and, no snacks, no nothing. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it's a reflection of how your day is going to be and how you view your life. If, mm. you can, if you're that person that's like, you know what, I feel like it's too hard and I'd rather go pick up a burger from Bala. Mm-hmm. From Burger King, McDonald's, wherever. Mm-hmm. You ask that same person and you start talking about even a job. Like, oh, how's it going with your job? Oh, you know, I really don't like my job right now. It's this, like literally it's the same type, type people. Same. same. So I really don't like my job right now. I'm like, oh, you know, well, why don't you like it? I mean, it's it's easy. Like, it pays my bills, but, I mean, it's not what I really want to do. Mm. Okay, well, what do you want to do? Uh, I kind of want to do this, but I really don't. I don't know. Because it's hard. I don't got time. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
excuse after excuse after excuse and it's yeah. fine but it just it's because you're not ready mm. okay i'm not gonna force you to be ready to change those things in your life if you're mm. not ready yeah okay That's so if you don't have the extra and honestly being vegan to me is easier is just once you start figuring out what you can cook because a lot of things you can eat raw mm -hmm. okay if you don't have the time to invest in your life first thing in the morning or to to care about what you put in your mouth mm -hmm. how are you going to expect to care about other things in your life mm. i feel it it makes me think of like if i know i'm gonna work out mm -hmm. that day or play basketball mm -hmm. i know i cannot have any fast food for lunch or anything like greasy or like you know i got especially when i was in high school playing playing sports like i got track practice yeah. or something like that like i know ooh. Taco Bell? Nah, I can't go to Taco Bell. I gotta go to Subway, bro. I got a big, big town hero or something. Yeah. Like, I can't have pizza for lunch because I gotta run for the next two hours. You know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah, when you know you got something to look forward to, or something to be productive with. And once you, once you take it out, instead of being, be preventative and say, okay, like I want bigger things in my life, so I'm gonna fuel my body for these bigger things to come. Mm-hmm. Right. That's real. So it's like if you aren't active and you're not like you said, you're not working out mm -hmm. or say you're just kind of doing your everyday routine and you're not going above and beyond because there's so many hours in the day. So even if you're not working out, like you can be giving back to your community, you can find other things to do. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if you have kids, you can be a little bit more active with your kids or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But if you are setting up shop where you're like, I'm fine with eating Burger King, that's a reflection of how your energy is throughout the day. Mm. That's deep. You know? I feel you, though. So, um, I mean, there's a lot of people that are on the other end, like, healthy. And I tell people, like, don't try to substitute with shakes, either. You killing a lot of people's uh, multi-level marketing I, businesses I, no, right now. Hold I on. Hold on. <laughs> I, I enjoy a shake. in people's pockets. You know, <laughs> I enjoy a shake. I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't drink shakes. I enjoy a shake. So, a shake ain't going to replace a meal? That's, I'm, being, I'm being facetious. No, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I was like, you know, the issue is this. Like, I think if you're trying to, like, drop weight real fast or something like that, you can yeah. shake it out. You can do a juice cleanse, whatever you feel like you're going to do. Yeah. But, again, as, as fast as that weight came off, mm -hmm. it's going to come back right on back. unless you continue. And who want to drink shakes for the rest of their life? You don't. It, it gets old real quick. I was doing that, and I was like, nah, it's not going to work. I want some real food. Yeah. And And you get hungry quick <laughs> like if you have a lot of fruit yeah in the morning like you eating in it like something about the sugar or yeah, something like that it, it makes i don't know i don't know what happens but i'll be hungry like hour and a half two hours later yeah and be hangry i'll be mad i'll be upset what about this shakes mm -hmm. flat tummy tea is that going <laughs> is can we make that happen so uh Flat tummy tea is actually, uh, this is so funny. And so people, I know people that have bought flat tummy tea and we talk about it. Yeah. Um, flat tummy tea is your mama's tea that she used to drink. Like, like it's just green tea with like blueberries and like some just, ACV. Like you literally can make flat tummy tea. It's yeah. like flat tummy tea is probably like some ginger root, mm -hmm. right? Just uh, all the good, good in ingredients. It, right. yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong. It's, um, it probably has some kind of diuretic in it. That's because mm -hmm. if you have you ever known anybody that drinks flat tummy tea? No, nah, I just be seeing it online <laughs> with like social media, and I'm just like, yeah, I think it was like Cardi B's sister or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and she, I was like, what is this? Why are all these people doing this? And it um it makes people go to the bathroom. 
That ain't no fun. All right. Wonder. The homies can't have none. Man. Um, I don't want that. Yeah, so they, um, so flat tummy tea is just going to be like, kind of like a green tea with like antioxidants. The ginger is going to help with um, like that inflammation, you Mm -hmm. know, and then they also have something that's going to help flush out the system. Mm -hmm. So what it's basically helping you do is just use the bathroom. Okay. Okay. Um, You can probably go buy that same, I don't know, I think it's, I don't know, maybe $20, $20, $30. You can go to um, New Seasons Mm -hmm. and find one for $5. Mm. How much they be charging for online? I think it, I don't know, like thirty. What? No, no. Is I it might just be like, like a well, little? Well, you have to remember that it's always a twenty percent off code from your your favorite uh, Instagram Vixen. So. Mm, okay. Okay. So you you're not gonna go into that business? Uh you know, I mean, they trying to sponsor your girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by. <laughs> oh, Flat tummy shoot. tea. Yeah. Oh um, man. Hey, if y'all got any questions, feel free to chime in. We haven't really been paying attention, but uh, please chime in if you want to. Um, let me see. So, so being vegan mm-hmm. eventually, essentially, kind of helped you find your purpose in life, right? It did. A and so percent. it just so. What is your purpose? What, like, what did you discover after becoming vegan? Mm-hmm. What did you discover about yourself and the trajectory of your life? So, um, things that I discovered was that, um, happiness isn't something that is supposed to be a given. It's something that's earned and something mm-hmm. that you have to want every day. Mm-hmm. So you have to choose to be happy. So mm-hmm. that was one thing that I, I learned is, um, I learned that I had to be disciplined in my life in mm-hmm. order to get things. Um, the purpose part, um, I kept trying to find my purpose. So I always thought that, oh my gosh, I want to do my job every day and that's going to be my purpose. And um, you know, talking in my conversations and stuff with God, he basically was telling me about a light. Like he goes, we had this talk and it talks about like a light. So there's so many lights that are going on in this world that there's mm-hmm. negative energy, right? So mm-hmm. you see a light and you're like, okay, what's that over there? And it's somebody negative. So you go and you take the light that you have and you put it back on that light. So that light gets bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, what God told me my purpose was is to make sure that that positive light keeps growing Mm. okay so for me the purpose i found was that in order for me to help myself i also had to share my story Mm. okay um and when i walked into my purpose of being my best self other people would gravitate towards that light and that light would get bigger Mm. okay so my purpose in life is to help heal people in understanding that everyone has a story their story is important but how do we overcome that yeah and so um me making sure that i'm living my best possible life of people can drink and i'm not saying that you you shouldn't drink Mm -hmm. i don't know if anybody knew me when i was drinking but they know i shouldn't be drinking (laughs) (laughs) so um that's that to me is my best self um i shared my story because i i'm a survivor of um sexual assault so I shared that story um, with people, and I think that was like the toughest thing for me to do mm. because I think you want to have this facade that you're just so perfect, or you have, you know, um, you have everything together. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I had, I kind of bottled that up, and especially in the black community, um, we're told the sweet things underneath the rug, right? Yeah. So a lot of people go through things, and you don't realize how many people have been through the same thing that you have. Yeah. Um, and. As soon as I, I just felt like a, a weight lifted, you know, off off of that, I like felt like I had the platform. I was like, you know, I'm gonna share my story. And where did you share? Was it just it's like Facebook? Oh, really? I, you know, just decided um, one day it was something that 
um, I prayed about and decided to share because I was holding on to it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it wasn't doing anything but um, acting as an anchor in my life. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of at that, that point of like, oh, I can't do this because of you're a survivor or you're a victim. Um, but it's like, how many people has this happened to? And so it was crazy because when I put that on Facebook and just, you know, said how, you know, how blessed I am and how God has kind of, he's healed me mm-hmm. um, with, you know, his love and me understanding a little bit more of um, putting myself in certain situations mm-hmm. and then understanding how to grow from that. Um, I had so many people inbox me where it was crazy. Like I, I literally had about 40 women some that i knew and some that i didn't know personally that inboxed me and said hey like i seen this and it was shared and this happened to me when you know when i was this age or you know i thought i was the only person and it was crazy because even in a group of people like it could be 10 of us and there was probably nine people that i knew that had either similar stories or something to that effect and it was interesting because as soon as as soon as i like realized it i noticed like behaviors of of these women they have the same same behaviors about like that i had mm-hmm. where you can tell that they're there but they're not wow you know there's yeah. something about them that seems like it's like it's missing mm-hmm. um and i feel like when somebody takes something from you whether it's it's in that type of way mm-hmm. you're searching for you're searching for someone to to heal you so mm-hmm. it might be relationships it might be your family it might be friends because you're trying to put that weight on someone else and ask them to carry it and the person that needs to carry it is is you're supposed to give that to god mm-hmm. and he's carrying that weight for you so you can let it go mm-hmm. you know yeah. um and when i realized that my purpose was to help other women by helping myself was when i realized that it's going to be infinite mm-hmm. right so if I'm helping someone else in my sharing my story and it might help them that they can help other Somebody women. Else, yeah. Um it's it's amazing. Especially like being in like um like when you're in a, a church setting or like in small groups mm-hmm. and people open up, you know, and like they feel safe to open up. Um like it's a blessing to have that type of group. Mm-hmm. Um and I would notice like in those groups just growing up like like youth groups or something somebody opens up about something and like you said there's a lot of that's happened to happens to a lot of people yeah growing up like you said nine out of ten like i wouldn't at least seven eight out you know like that's that's even also high percentage yeah it's very common and it's amazing how we as humans we internalize Mm -hmm. what happens to us and think that we're the only one we think that we're so even though I mean, it's just us. All we know is us. Yeah. And so we don't know what everybody else is going through. But a lot of things that we go through, a lot of things that we experience, there's mm-hmm. so many people that share that experience. Yeah. And all of us are walking around just hurt. And just holding, holding on. It, holding, it, holding it in and then trying, like you said, trying to find someone else to fill that void or make them feel whole again. And mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of hurt people yeah. hurting people. You know what yeah. I mean? So And it's crazy. just like finding that purpose of understanding that. Because, I, I mean, I tried. I was like, okay, you're in relationships and that person's trying to help you. You're like, I'm going to put my weight. They got their own weight. Mm-hmm. So me trying to put my weight that I don't want to carry on somebody else. Right. If that's how people get in dysfunctional relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you put that weight on that person, and even if they try to carry it, then all of a sudden, they self destruct, <laughs> right? From all of that, because mm-hmm. they can't hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think it's just more so of understanding, like, how can you heal yourself, and you can heal yourself by changing your anchors in life. Mm-hmm. So that might be an anchor in your life where that is, or it might even be a situation of growing up in a household where 
you know, people don't realize that they see this. So people can be in a household where their parents can be together, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Which is a blessing. Mm-hmm. But say their their mom wasn't respected as, as much or as she should have been mm-hmm. from their dad. And they yeah. never thought anything was wrong with it. So in, in that person's head growing up, it's an anchor of like, this is how relationships are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, that's probably one of the worst anchors that you can have. Yeah. But we have this viewpoint that everything in our life that we grow up, is like, this is how things are supposed to be. Like, things don't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. You can change it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I feel that. Man. Well, that's that's good. That you. How long ago did that happen? Um, that happened about not, almost 10 years ago. It's about to be 10 years. Coming on 10 years. No, I'm sorry. The oh. the oh. okay. So, <laughs> sorry. That's, sorry. so that's ten years ago, yeah, yeah. and then you opened up. So it took you how long almost, to open up about it? Almost nine years. Nine years. So a lot of people, um, some people knew, and I think I would, you know, the feeling I was hurt. I think I, the thing that was crazier was I remember seeing like talk shows and they talk about stuff like that happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna be honest, the first thing I was thinking like she's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you watching the talk show, like how do you put yourself in that situation? You know better. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and when it happened to me, it was like. The first thing I thought was like my situation's different, but it's like for me to see that on TV and think that that can't happen to me because I'm too smart for this, yeah. and it happened was kind of a, I think I, it was some part of embarrassment. Mm-hmm. It was um, me thinking that I was stronger than I was, of being like, oh, I'll get over it, and I felt like it kept following me because I was choosing to try to forget it. So I was trying to forget it and act like it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. And then at one point it just kind of hit me and it was like you get into relationships or you get into things and you're not healed as a person Mm -hmm. and these relationships become dysfunctional, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I think I stopped, I didn't love myself after that because it was a part that, it took that part away from me. So, you know, people see you and they're like, oh, she's a beautiful girl, but that's not not how I see myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I I think I see myself as a broken person. Mm-hmm. So when people give me a compliment, I would definitely deflect. Yeah. Because I'm like. You didn't believe it. Didn't believe it. Yeah. You know, because I'm thinking about all the wounds I have inside where I'm like, okay. You think I'm, <laughs> like, you know, it was weird to me when people, you know, would tell me that because that's not how I felt as a person. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't until like that whole thing of talking to God and being like, I don't know what's wrong. And he probably was looking at me like, you don't know what's wrong, girl. Okay. Mm. Um, and just dealing with it and like really re meditating on it like really figuring out what like you know that whole thing why me when things bad happen why me mm-hmm. and the biggest thing i thought about was especially back then you know we talked about protecting your energy mm-hmm. and protecting your space lions prey on the weak right mm-hmm. okay um at that time in my life i was so open mm right Mm -hmm. so open real naive real open um and i didn't know how to protect my energy or protect my space or protect me as a person and that person see me as as prey which people do you know and um and for me it was like you know when things happen when people are younger it's like obviously they're a kid they have no way of protecting themselves because they don't know Mm -hmm. but when you're an adult and it's happened it's like me looking back and it's like I walk around with the armor of God now. Mm-hmm. So when I go places, I don't have a fear when I go places. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I can, I'll be downtown walking, you know, in my car and people are like, I don't, I know that my, my the protection I wear is the armor of God that I'm like, I know that I'm protected and I'm safe. Right. That's when right. I walk through, mm-hmm. I wasn't at that point in my life. I was not walking with the protection of God. Yeah. I was just walking hey. around here. 
But this, isn't that the best feeling though? When you just you could just go anywhere and just be like, you can't you can't stop me, you can't do nothing to me. I I a child of God. What, what you gonna do? I'm scared of you. No, I'm not scared. Of you. <laughs> like and and it's weird because like I'm like, well, what's the worst that can happen? People are like you can die. I'm like, so is are you scared to die? Because I'm I'm right. <laughs> we we he, we good. Right. You know. So if that's no, where I'm if, going. If that's if that's God's will. That's God's. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not gonna try like try to put myself in danger. Yeah. But you know, I don't have that fear anymore. Mm-hmm. Where it's like when you are opening yourself up and you don't walk around with that armor, people gonna check it. Mm-hmm. You know, where I'm like, I don't, I don't have that fear when I go places. Yeah. Like where I'll go places and people get scared. Like, you know, homeless people walk up to me and talk to me and I'll have a full blown conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. But I see other people like, you know, running yeah, like, and they're like, they look crazy. And I'm like, are you scared of this person? <laughs> like, they don't, come on, man. Right. I'm in my right mind and he's not like, I'm not scared of him. Right. Yeah. Um, Granted, you don't want them to touch you on the lip or do anything like that. <laughs> on the lip? You don't you don't want to bum bump like a... Did somebody touch you on the lip? No, but you know Kevin Hart is oh. that bum bump. Like you don't you don't want none of that. You you do kind of keep so I was at Starbucks the other day. There there I, I will say there are some people that I am somewhat nervous about nervous about. It's the people, not the bums, yeah. but like the beggars that are like yeah. in their thirties and able bodied. Yeah. And just don't care about their life. You know what I mean? I'm just like, dude, you, you, you don't even have to do that. Yeah. But you choose to, to be do. on the corner, and then like I was, I was like at a Starbucks one day, and I was sitting down outside, cause it was too loud. I hate being in there. I'm trying to read, and it's yeah. like the music is too loud. So I went outside, thought I was safe, <laughs> and this dude sits next to me, and as soon as he sit down, his odor just like just hit my nose, and I was just like. Oh my god! Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you walk around every day that musty. Like, so, I don't know what you're capable of at and all. So I had to go back inside. <laughs> I was just like, I can't. Well, part of it was the odor, but also I was just like, this dude, he really could be crazy. So yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, but you know, it's it's interesting because I I think of when I wasn't walking around the people that would approach me and things that would happen. It would be crazy situation that would happen to me on a regular mm. basis, and it's like now. I feel like I look pretty, pretty innocent. I don't know how to explain it, but people don't mess with me. Like when Mm -hmm. I'm, I would watch somebody like literally harass someone like Mm -hmm. right next to me and I'll walk by and they just let me go. Because people see it. They can see it in your eyes. There's, you can look in somebody's eyes and see fear. And so if you don't have fear, Mm -hmm. it's like, if you have fear, I can, I know I can see it. Yeah. People can see it. Yeah. So when they, when they look and they're look like you said, they're looking for that prey. Mm -hmm. They're looking for somebody whose eyes are weak that they, they can just sense it so if you don't have it they can't see it and yeah. they're not gonna bother you right so that's real it's 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 a real but i i definitely feel like yeah not when you get right with god and you have that armor you the fear definitely goes away mm. so you are a spiritually mentally strong black woman i am um kind of what you were talking about. like how do you stand your ground and not succumb to the pressure of fitting in with the status quo. I mean, because what, you, what you're doing is improving yourself on a daily basis. Yeah. Unfortunately, that is not something that is common. Yeah. So how do you find yourself not feeling like an outcast, not feeling pressured to fit in with everybody else? I think nowadays with society, um, everybody's so focused of how they appear to everyone else, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. they're worried about what other people will say. Um, 
when it comes to the biggest thing I get is when I'm when people realize I don't drink. Mm-hmm. Um, I get people that first think I'm doing a cleanse. Um, if it's around Lent, they think I'm it's because of Lent. <laughs> um, and then it's like, oh no, just just have that one drink or. Oh, it's a celebration, and I'm like, you celebrating every weekend, girl. <laughs> like, um, you know, it, and it's like this constant pressure. And so when I when I first stopped drinking, um, people made me feel bad that mm. I didn't want to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got to points where I, you know, oh, like no, I just don't want to. Well, why not? So then I felt like I was having to explain myself, and it got to a point where it's like. I don't have to explain to anybody about why I don't want to do something right. from my body. Mm-hmm. Like, why do you like why do <laughs> us as as people feel like we need to explain anything that we do? Right. I'm not drinking because I don't want to drink. It doesn't have to be any deeper than that. Yeah, so no, I'm not on antibiotics. <laughs> no, no, I'm not pregnant. Yeah, like, wait, right. You're like you pregnant? No, girl, no. You seen them abs on Instagram? You know hey, I ain't pregnant. Let them know. <laughs> um, so. It's you. It's about understanding my beliefs and understanding that I'm right with God. I don't need to be right with you. Right. Everything that I'm doing is for Him. I don't care about how you feel about me not doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, when I ask people, and then it's funny because it, it went from them trying to pressure me into it. Of when people get drunk, they make comments about me not drinking and being like, "She thinks she better because she don't drink." Like mm-hmm. I, you know, hear comments like that, and I'm like. The truth start coming out. How yeah, they, that's how, how they, they feel. And I'm like, no, that's how you feel. Right. Um, <laughs> no, girl, I don't. Did you see me when I used to drink? Right. Like, you don't, you don't want me to <laughs> drink. Trust, that's not what you want right now. No, trust me, you don't want me to drink. Right. Um, that the other thing I get is, um, I have went celibate. Um, mm. when I went through my journey, so I went celibate, and I had got so many people. Looking at me like I was crazy when they would find out, like why, why, why would you ever on earth do that? Like why, you know, why would you choose to do that to your, you know, yourself? And mm-hmm. you know how, you know how does that work? And I'm like, what do you mean? How does, how it work? does that work? Well, you know how to work other stuff. How you, how you, what do you mean? How does that work? You just don't do it. Well, what, do, what, do you, what? So what do you do? Like you know, so you get those type of questions, and they're like, oh, better, you know, better, you know, better you than me. And I'm like, okay. You know, and then they start kind of trying to convince me like, oh, well, you you know, you should, you know, because you don't lose your man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so you start. Like they really care about your man. I'm like, why are you trying to, you trying to, you trying to sleep with him? You, you, you going to throw it back? They're trying to let you know real quick. This is what's about to happen. This is about to happen. This is about to happen. Um, so it just comes down to being happy and content with the decisions that you make. Mm-hmm. Um, once you are content with the decisions that you make and that you know that they're but like the ground of them are based off of the person that you worship, mm. which is the most high. Right. I don't, that's the only anchor I need. That's it. From me doing right. You don't need no other validation. I don't need no, I don't need no validation. That's the problem. Like you hit the, the, the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. We, people that are broken, which I used to be broken. So I'm mm-hmm. not trying to talk mess. You are searching for validation from everybody else. Mm. Okay, so mm-hmm. you looking for your man? Like, it's funny because like a woman would want to change her hair, mm-hmm. right? And instead of just changing her hair, she got to ask her friends, "What you think about this hair? You you think it's cute?" She got to ask her man, "You think it's be cute on me?" You asking your coworkers, you really asking all these people about what you what you want to do with your hair? What you? <laughs> that's funny. I see that on social media a lot. 
Why? If I, if I get fifty likes, I'm gonna change my hair purple. I'm like, oh, uh, what? Like, what? If you wanna, if you wanna change your hair, then do it. Yeah. Because you wanna do it. But you're so concerned about what other people are gonna think, mm-hmm. and you need that validation. Mm-hmm. The only validation should come from yourself and from God. Yeah, that's real. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I think it's it's interesting of that belief system of like I can stand my ground because I know that I'm right with Him in the decisions I make. It's something that we, me and Him, talked about mm-hmm. that I don't need validation from other people. Yeah. So regardless if you think I'm doing something wrong, I don't I don't care what you think. Yeah. That's it. I mean, simply put. Yeah. Yeah. Positive vibe tone. I feel that. So, is it working? Is what you're doing working? Yes. At the end of the day. It's working. I, <clears throat> my friends will tell you that I'm I'm probably one of the most annoying people that they ever meet. Why is that? Um, it wasn't until like I took this journey and, and food is a, a big part of it because when you're eating and fueling your body, right, your mental clarity is is completely different. The endorphins that you're getting from eating right and being active mm. um, are completely different. But mm. I wake up happy. That's dope. And I never realized that I didn't wake up happy until I started waking <laughs> up happy. Like, you know, you get out the bed and you're like, oh, God, I got to get up. Yes, I know exactly how you that I got to get in the shower. You, <laughs> you hear, like, other noises. You're like, why you got to be so loud? I wake up mm. and we all, I've already said I can't sing. So this is probably why it's annoying. I wake up singing and twerking. Like, this is a thing. I wake up and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me put on. You know that Beyonce real quick, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm vibing, I'm singing, I'm ready to start the day, or I'm mm-hmm. listening to uh, Pimp C. Yes, I love Pimp C. Or Cardi B. Or Cardi B. Okay, I let's love go. you know Cardi hey. B. And I'm ready to just take the day. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm up. Yeah. Um, and I feel like everyone should feel like that when they get up in the morning. I need to feel like that in the morning because I'll be dragging. I, for one, I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. Were you ever a morning person? No. Have you, no. No. So it made you be a morning person? Yeah, so it's... it's, it's I need really, that. I need that ASAP. When I mean, like, not a morning person, it's like when I was looking for apartments, I mm-hmm. purposely got apartments with big windows, mm-hmm. and I sleep with the blinds, like, halfway open, so mm-hmm. when the sun It'll comes wake up... you up. Yeah, I have yeah. no choice. That's how much of a not a morning person I am, because I need that extra help. I feel you, yeah. Um, where I wake up, and I'm like, yo, it's like it's a good day mm. like that's how i feel when i wake up i'm like yo today's gonna be like lit man all because you change your diet diet yeah and my my mental my mental thoughts like you have the capacity to change like the mind is the most powerful thing in the world that's real you know you can change your dreams right um are you saying when you're like a lucid dream you know when you're in the dream how you can change your dream i've done that a few times so if you're able, but I can't do it all the time. But you've done it before, right? Yeah, I've done it before. Yeah. So if you're in a sleep state and mm-hmm. you're able to have your brain work, that you can change your dreams in your sleep. Mm-hmm. Why can't you change? Change when you're awake. When you have the full capacity of your brain, why can't you change your thoughts to become happy, or to be your best self? I feel that. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know, I can change yeah. my thoughts when I'm awake. Yeah. When I'm asleep, I feel like it's a little, a little bit different. Yeah. So you're saying there's a connection with yeah, cause being it, able to do it in your sleep as well as... In the daytime. Mm. But for some reason, I think we're in a sleep state. Everyone's in a sleep state of mm. not being woke. And mm. people give you something and they tell you that this is your truth. 
this is what you have to live with. That's true. And and you are okay with like walking with it. Like, okay, this is what they told me. This is supposed to be true. I'm a roll with it. I'm a roll with it. Yep. What did Dr. Umar say? Okay. Okay. <laughs> what did Charlemagne say? Okay. <laughs> what did uh well, I don't wanna I don't wanna get onto people's heads, but yes, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Right? Yeah. So why can't you change the way you think? And it's crazy because when you give people facts about things that we have always been told that is true, that is are not true, mm-hmm. and you can factually look it up that mm-hmm. it's not true and people told you it mm-hmm. was true, something goes off and you're like, well, what else did they lie? Everything. Everything that they ever told you was a lie. Yeah. So now that you know that, you can create your own truth. Mm. So when you say create your own truth, what exactly does that mean? So one thing, um, we just got done with a, a eight-week cleanse. And mm-hmm. one of the questions I ask is, how would you describe yourself as a person now? Mm-hmm. Right? So they give me a couple characteristics that they um, feel are them. And then I ask the second question, how would you want to describe yourself? Mm. So you, you define, you make your own definition. Yeah. So the, the issue is, is, what do you think is standing in your way from where you are now? in describing yourself of how you want to be mm-hmm. it's yourself it's behaviors that you're doing in your life that's real right yep. so you have the power to change those things i can't change them for you but how are you gonna get from a to b i'm reading a book it's only 25 pages mm-hmm. i'm reading it for three weeks <laughs> i cannot finish it why it is so amazing and it's talking about what you're talking about. Yeah. It's called As a Man Thinketh. Okay. And it's all about your thoughts. Okay. And it talks about even your life. Mm-hmm. Like you can see what your life is, where you're at, and it all stems back to a pattern of thinking. Mm-hmm. So even even the thoughts that we think that are secret mm-hmm. or that we're keeping to ourselves, it will manifest in yeah. your life. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're someone that doesn't believe in themselves or has insecurities Mm -hmm. you may think that only you know that but it'll manifest itself in eating bad yeah and not accomplishing any goals and when other people have success you can't be happy for them Mm -hmm. that is it all goes back to you not believing in yourself yourself. and not having that self-esteem yeah and so what you're saying, and it's and the the book is so dense. Like I don't like reading just to read. Mm-hmm. Like I want to take in everything. Yeah. And so I think I'm on page twenty. Yeah. <laughs> and, no. Yeah. And because like every time I read, it's like I gotta read this again. Yeah. Ooh, I gotta read that. Because it's the connection of going back and making sure that making sure yeah. I got it. And so, um, yeah, you can control your life, but yeah, if you get your thoughts in order, mm-hmm. your life will follow from your thoughts. Words of affirmation. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, more women do it than men. Um, but words of affirmation is very powerful. If you mm-hmm. wake up in the morning, and I don't want people waking up in the morning being like, you're beautiful. Like, okay, let's let's scratch that. Like, I think people need to hear that you're smart. You know, you're, you know, like if you have something in a job, you're going you're gonna to ace this or you're going to kill this. Like, mm-hmm. you need to tell yourself that mm-hmm. over and over again until you believe it. Yeah. So the thing about meditation, affirmations, and manifestation is the practice of believing it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So the mind is the most powerful thing. Once you believe it, it becomes re- your reality. Mm-hmm. It becomes reality. Yeah. Um, 
and it's just like like you said it just circles back and forth it does. and it was like once i believed in myself and actually once i realized that how god believed in me then i need mm-hmm. to believe in myself right mm-hmm. i realized my self-worth came from him right so the biggest thing for me is that i didn't have to question about who i was as a person or if i should love myself or anything because when it came down to it it's like he gave us his only gotten son for, for us right mm-hmm. That's that's all the validation I need that I'm worth. I'm worth something because I was I was worth his only son. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's my the validation I need. That's OK, mm-hmm. so now I need to put the discipline in my life. If I love myself this much, I can do this in my life to create these steps. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. Yeah. And everything else is just going to roll. I love it. So when you become a vegan, no. <laughs> uh, well, that's a, that's gonna be a working process. Like yeah. I said, I'm gonna need a few meals. You know what I mean? I need a, uh, some of that jackfruit in my life. You yeah. know, uh, there's gonna be a lot of that going on. Um, so, how can people reach out to you? So, um, the best. I know you're a very private person, but uh, you know. I'm, I'm trying to be. I'm I'm open. I'm if if people need my help, I'm completely open to them. Um. I'm on all social media pa- platforms. Okay. Um, putting all my business out there. Um, I'm on Facebook. Um, first name is Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last name is Moore, M-O-O-R-E. Um, I'm also on Instagram, and it's Ash, A-S-H, underscore M-O-R-E. Um, you can also reach me with questions. Um, my email is vegan.bay dot info at gmail.com um if you have any questions about uh anything spiritually uh, mentally or um, just becoming vegan um, you can also email me there and i will get back to you um within within a day or so um yeah but that's that's probably the best place to reach me that or facebook word and Ashley's cell phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not do that one. <sighs> My boy Mondo, man, he is not on social media. I was like, bro, how can people get a hold of you? He was like, oh, they can text me, bro. I was like, no, no, don't get. It's like, don't give out your number, man. What are you doing? That's no. funny. So, um, so with with the meal prep, are you like uh, monetizing that, or is it is it something that is just like you want to keep it on the low? You don't want to be doing it like too much. So I have a passion for cooking and yeah. it was uh, just to kind of help people transition. And it started kind of blowing up where I, I have a full-time job. So my my full-time job, I'm a regional makeup artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got to the point where it was so hard. I remember one week um, I cooked like 40 meals one one week. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a lot. And I and I think I try and I travel. So um after I did that, it was two days later, I had to go to Canada for four days for work. And um, I got it done. It happened. Yeah. Um, but it definitely takes a toll. So um, usually I'm purposeful when I do put it out there. So when I do make a post and I say that I'm doing meals, that's when you got to get up on it. Okay. That's when we got to hit you that's, up. We got to strike. Yeah. As soon as when the iron is hot. Okay. You close out questions. Okay. Um. If you could be a character on a TV show, what show would you choose? Any. <laughs> if you could insert yourself on a TV show, what show would you choose? Any show? Any show. Oh, Insecure. Really? Yeah. I, I can't see you on Insecure. You can't? You celibate. Insecure is, is uh, 
It's a lot of um. I mean, season two is whole face. I know. Oh. I would been be inserted in season three. Oh, okay. Season I think three. after all women have a whole face, they have a a coming to coming <laughs> Jesus moment. Okay, so you saying Issa's about to get saved? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Okay, okay. That's our prediction. Issa is about to get saved season three. <laughs> That's what's up. All right. So, um, is there one book that has fundamentally changed the course of your thinking? Mm. or just changed your life period that you've been reading like the book that you've been that's been helping you on your journey Mm, that one's a hard one um oh that's such a hard one um so lean in was a really good book Mm. um I think my wife has a book yeah uh, with Susan Sandberg mm-hmm. um, that was a really powerful book because I feel as though I before I became who I wanted to be um, I feel like I was a very mousy person so I was very quiet mm. um, I, a thinker so I, I wouldn't necessarily be the first person to like raise my hand and give my opinions on mm. anything even though I had one mm-hmm. um, that definitely kind of shined a light about um, just being comfortable in who you are and um, different quotes of, you know, just because, um, you know, you are, people say you're bossy. They, they say things like that. You're bossy or they call people um, the B word or whatever the case mm. may be, just because you might be, um, again, strong in your beliefs or assertive. Um, assertive. Yeah. Um, you get called these other names. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely put um, a light and it also kind of, um, explain that you can go in different routes and still feel like like you're your best self in essence. Mm, so right. just because you might not be um, a businesswoman and you might you know stay at home and be a stay at home mom doesn't mean that you're less than mm-hmm. this person or vice versa. Yeah. Um, so I think that was a really good book. Um, let me think of another book that uh, this book is probably one of the to other people. One of the most boring books um, ever, but um, The Audacity of Hope, which is um, Barack Barack's? Obama. Yeah. Okay. So I, I read that when it, um, before he was president, um, mm-hmm. and it definitely changed my mind frame when it came to politics, mm. um, understanding a little bit more how things really work behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of having a connection. It, it kind of forced me to be a little bit more open um, with people, and, and because someone might not have the same beliefs as me doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Right. right? Yeah. Um, understanding where they come from mm-hmm. um, and not really judging people off based off of one thing that they might do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely feel that that's a great, but it's a long read, um, but it's a. Is it like 400 pages? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get the audible of that one. Uh, you know? <laughs> I, need, I need the audio book. No, that's what's up. Yeah. <sighs> Last question. Okay. If you had one final quote or tweet to give before you leave this earth you only got 140 characters has to be my own words your own words what would it be mm. Ooh, that that one's a hard one this is uh, it this is it you taking off in a spaceship uh, you going to mars with elon musk mm-hmm. and uh it's a wrap The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the best gift that you can give to anyone else is loving yourself. Mm. 
simply put. Simply. Mm-hmm. Didn't even steal that. Quote that. Mm. Mm. Vegan Bay. Dropping, dropping gems on y'all <laughs> real quick. Well, actually, I appreciate you for coming through. This yeah. was awesome. A lot of knowledge being dropped. All over the place. I would never eat broccoli or cauliflower oh, again. Please do not. <laughs> and you know, I actually tested it out. So I was like, okay, am I crazy? This is funny. Mm-hmm. Am I crazy? I um, didn't eat it for three months. Mm-hmm. And this is a true story. Hello, I was traveling and the only option that they had was like broccoli. Like, Uh-oh. you know, like a Hello, vegetable baby. mixed broccoli. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to eat. I'm like, it's probably not that bad. Yeah. I Hello, kid you baby. not the next day and it's, it's not even my mind i was sick like actually Hello, sick really? like cough like, sick like oh like mucus a... like mucus oh. cough sick literally the next day for like Hello, a week. and they all talked about it because people were traveling were like this that broccoli doesn't make you sick and they were they were actually kind of mind blown by it they're like wow. you really the question is did that broccoli come from winco <laughs> <laughs> because if it came from winco but, that might be why. That, that might be why. Oh, and they got me. They got me. I didn't even think about that. You know what? You might be on to something. You know, because uh, I haven't ate produce from Winco in like six years. I remember I I bought some strawberries. Mm-hmm. And in like two days, they was just dark red, <laughs> pus. I'm just like, oh, Hello, you know man. what? This is not going to happen ever again, bro. Someone was telling me that was bougie because they were asking me where I shop and they're like, you can't shop at Winco. I'm like, all no. I eat is fruits and vegetables. No, I can't shop at <laughs> No, it's not happening. Like, Hello, never again. Oh, I like that. Last quote. Don't shop Hello, for fruits baby. and vegetables at Winco. Ever. <laughs> ever. Don't do it, guys. Go to Safeway. Hello, baby. Just pay that extra dollar fifty for your fruit. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, that's a wrap. Hello, Socks baby. and Sandals, episode 27. Check us out on SoundCloud iTunes, Hello, Stitcher. We on Facebook Live. So shout out to all y'all that's been watching. Appreciate y'all. Um somebody said broccoli is fire. You better tell them. Admit, bro. Yes. Admit, stop it, bro. You know what? Broccoli <laughs> is bad for you. I see you all the time. You be real gassy. It's because <laughs> you eating all that broccoli. Yes. Oh shoot, that's funny. Oh man. Um Check us out on Instagram at SXSNDLS, on Twitter at SXSNDLS. My personal Instagram is EmmanuelSense85. And uh, yeah, hit us up. You got any questions? Next week, I got my boy Mario Powell coming through. Uh, it's going to be part two of White Man's Religion. It's going to be a lot of knowledge drop. It's going to be dope. So see y'all next Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific. Grace and peace.